Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and we're talking about logical relations right now, which are certain kind of generalization of uh, homomorphism, algebraic uh, homomorphisms. And they're relational, so instead of being a function from one algebraic structure to another, we have a relation relating the two structures. And really, the excitement happens at higher type. So we, um, unlike the case when you study group theory or field theory or this kind of stuff, where you have a first-order signature, here, we're, the idea of a logical relation applies to algebraic structures defined with a higher-order signature. So you're allowed to have function symbols that have higher-order uh, types. And I won't review the definition uh, of what it means to be a logical relation, but the essence of it is that you need to relate um, functions across two structures if and only if, and it's really important, this is a, it goes both ways, to be a logical relation, you need to relate functions if and only if they map related inputs to related outputs. Now, what I want to talk about quickly today on my run back home from uh, COVID um, rare outing from the house for supplies is uh, I want to talk about this really important, I think, and interesting fact that logical relations don't compose necessarily. That is, given two logical relations, they're from structures like A to B and B to C, it's not necessarily true that the composition, which goes from A to C, is a logical relation. Of course, it has to be a relation because, you know, set theoretic composition, you know, set theoretic relations are closed under composition. But it, this pro logicality property about mapping related inputs to related outputs for functions, that does not, that can fail across the composition. And I'm going to try, and just between you and me, this is my third attempt to record this because the example is hard to talk through. But I've had practice now, so I'm going to try to talk through an example I got from the paper by Firo Hansel, the great Italian computational logician, and, um, and a co-author whose name, I'm sorry, I don't remember right now, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, and this example is an example of showing that composition of logical relations doesn't have to have this logical logicality property. Okay, and so the setup is we have structures A, B, and C, and um, well, let's think about, we're going to, this is a finite example, at least the sort of interpretations of base types are finite sets. So we're going to have, um, let's have a set we call 1 and a set we call 2 based on their cardinalities. And so set 1, um, let's just say for, for um, a little bit more colorful illustration that it contains a watermelon, okay? And set 2 contains an apple and an orange, all right? And so our job here in the next six minutes, if I can manage this, is to describe logical relations. We're going to describe structures, structures A, B, and C based on these sets 1 and 2. And we're going to have logical relations between A and B and between B and C, and their composition will fail to be a logical relation because it won't work correctly at function type. Okay, and so here it goes. So structure A, we are... Um, in each case, we're thinking about the functions that are going to map you know, one set to another. Here we have functions from one to one. There's only one function from one to one. It's just an identity function. Maps watermelon to watermelon. Then in the structure B, we're going to think about functions that go from one to two. Now here we have two choices because we can map watermelon to apple or watermelon to orange. And we're going to say we have all, both of those choices are, are available to us in structure B. And in structure C, we're going to map apple, orange. We're going to map two to two. 
And we can do this a variety of ways. Obviously, we can do this four ways. Um, and uh, But we're going to just focus in on the identity function that maps apple to apple and orange to orange. Okay? So those are the structures. Now I have to tell you the logical relations between A and B and between B and C. So between A and B, we're going to relate the domain parts and the codomain parts of these function types. So we're going to relate... Um, so we're going to relate... We have in, in A, we map 1 to 1, and in B, we map 1 to 2. So we'll just relate, in the domain parts, we'll just relate watermelon to watermelon. That's pretty much determined. And in the codomain parts, we're going to relate watermelon to apple and watermelon to orange. Okay? And so with this, and then we're going to just extend the, so take that relation on the base type and then extend it as required by the definition of logicality for function types. And that will show you that the, this identity function we have in structure A will be related to the two functions that we have in structure B. Because they need to map related inputs to relate outputs. And in both cases, we map watermelon to, you know, in each structure A and B, we're mapping our input, which is watermelon, to related outputs. Because watermelon is related to apple, and watermelon is related to orange by this first logical relation. Okay? So, phew. Now, the second logical relation from B to C. Um, so here we're going to relate, um, here we, B is 1 to 2 and C is 2 to 2. Okay, And so we're going to relate watermelon to apple and orange in the domain parts. But in the codomain parts, we're going to just use the identity relation. So we're going to relate apple to apple and orange to orange, but that's it. Okay, um, And with this relation, we can see that um, our two functions that we have in structure B, watermelon to apple and watermelon to orange, they are not related to the identity function in structure C. Because to be related, they have to map related inputs to related outputs. So um, if we take our watermelon to apple function and consider that one, well, Related inputs, we have watermelon, but we said it was related to apple and orange in the domain part over in structure C. So um, if we consider watermelon and, let's see, so I'm, I'm thinking about the function watermelon to apple, let's say. And if I think about the related inputs, watermelon and orange, well, watermelon and orange are mapped to apple and orange by these two functions. And we said that our logical relation doesn't and the codomain parts between B and C only relates, is the identity relation. It doesn't relate apple and orange. It just relates apple and apple and orange and orange. Okay? So, um, so what we're saying is that these functions in structure B are not related by our logical relation to the identity functions in structure C. Now, all you need to finish this example of Hansel and co-authors is to see that the identity function um, in structure A and the identity function in structure C do map related inputs to related outputs where the relation in question is the composition of this these two relations we just talked through. And so let's try to say that real quick. So, so they, it's related. Okay, yeah. That the first part is to see that, yes, they map related inputs to related outputs and the second part is to observe that, oh my goodness, they're not those two functions are not, those two identity functions are not related in the composition of the two logical relations. So 
Watermelon to watermelon, is that related to the identity function that maps apple, apple, orange, orange? And yes, because it maps related inputs, because watermelon from A was related to watermelon and B, and watermelon and B was related to apple and to orange in C. And so those are the inputs related. And furthermore, the outputs are related because watermelon and A in the codomain was related to um, apple and to orange in B, and apple was related to apple and orange was related to orange going to C. So we do map related inputs to related outputs for these two identity functions, but in the composition, for them to be related in the composition, there would need to be some function in B where this identity function in A is related to that function, and that function is related to the identity function in C. And that is what fails, because we observed that the functions in B, watermelon to apple and watermelon to orange, are not related to the identity function in C. And so there's nothing in, uh, in between, there's nothing in structure B that can bridge between identity function and in A and identity function in C at function type. Their behavior, they do map, you know, the functions do map related inputs to the outputs, but the functions themselves aren't related by logic relation. And so that shows you, and again, this is take three. Uh, I hope you could follow that. Um, this is uh, this is one that you know I, I had to write it out on paper and try to figure out how it was working. Um, although the explanation in the Hansel paper was very very nice and clear, it's just you know there's rather a lot complicated bunch of data you have to absorb to understand this. But that sh this little example shows that logical relations are not closed under composition. We have two logical relations on these simple structures one from A to B and one from B to C. And when you compose them, you um, the functions aren't related the way, by the relation as they're supposed to be from A to C. Okay, that's it. Thank you for listening.